Hello, I'm Jonathan Mast, and welcome to this edition of the Sedgwick Podcast. I have three great guests with me this week, and I'm going to let each of them tell a little bit about who they are, and then we'll just jump right into our uh, national conference recap discussion. Well, hello. Good day. My name is Dr. Bartlett. I'm the Senior Medical Officer at Sedgwick and Managing Director of Clinical Operations. And hello, I'm Josephine Joe Copeland. I'm the Senior Vice President of Managed Care Product Design and Strategy. Hello, I'm Jason Bliss. I'm the Senior Vice President of Business Development, uh, specifically for managed care. Well, I know we were all together just seems like a few hours ago in, in Las Vegas for the National Comp Conference, and it was an exciting week to see, well, now the second time everybody back together. And there were a lot of great sessions and really, I thought some good information shared. And so we'll start with uh, you, Joe, and Dr. Bartlett. Uh, can you talk some about the sessions that you were a part of, others that you might have attended, and what are the key takeaways for anyone who couldn't be there or might not have been able to attend both of your great sessions? Well, I'll go ahead and start, Jonathan. This is Dr. Bartlett. Um, I had the honor of presenting with uh, Patty Colwell and Anas Alhamwi with uh, Southwest Airlines and Walgreens, and we were discussing the long COVID cases and the consequences of the pandemic that we've all just been through. And um, some of the interesting things that came out were – A, the long COVID cases, while they get a lot of press, it's less than 1% of all the claims that we received during COVID. And B, we don't really know the long-term consequences of people who are exposed and were ill with it. But some of the discussion led us... um, to talk about the mental health implications, the anger that people are still kind of harvesting from being pent up um, during that time, and how sometimes it's leading to bad behavior on airplanes and in retail stores. And um, the other thing is that we noted that over 4 million people either left the workforce or uh, partially left the workforce as a result of COVID. And this is giving us challenges in, you know, keeping talent, uh, attracting talent. And both, uh, both companies talked about extreme hiring, as many people as they're able to hire, and the need for us to remember to act with grace and compassion because everyone's going through something. Joe? Yeah, that's a perfect segue, uh, Dr. Bartlett, because my uh, session was around adapting to the changing workers' comp workforce, and so it was about employees and attracting and retaining talent. And it was really interesting, some of the perspectives of those that were in the audience. So I presented with Danielle Lizenby, who is CEO of MedRisk, and so she provided sort of a a leader's perspective on um, how do you adapt to this changing workforce. Um, But the questions and the comments in the audience were really, really interesting. Some of the things that people are talking about is 
how do you support claims examiners as their caseloads increases because you are having some challenges and difficulties um, attracting talent into the industry? How are you making sure that you're flexible in, with the work environment? How do you make sure that colleagues and employees have the appropriate tools if they are you know, working from home? How do you address any potential ergonomic um, concerns? And really, I think at the, the end of the presentation, we boiled it down to two things. One is, what's the culture of your organization? If you've got a culture that cares about its employees, that cares about providing a workplace that gives purpose-driven work and things that pe make people feel fulfilled and valued, that that is a critical way to um, make sure you're bringing in new talent and you're retaining that talent. And then two, really widening our lens. What are we looking at when we're looking to recruit people? Are we still focused on sort of just the risk management um, <clears throat> excuse me, risk management field, or are we um, expanding our lens and maybe looking at criminal justice majors, liberal arts majors, people who didn't go to college but they have the skills and attributes that would make them successful and fulfilled in this industry. And so I think those two things, what's your culture and widening your lens, were the two sort of big takeaways from the session we were in. And it, it came through in conversation and collaboration with the audience, not just presenting the information. So um, really, really um, great session for, for me because I learned a lot too. Yeah, I agree. I attended both of your sessions and both were full and interactive and you both delivered a lot of great content. Jason, you were interacting with clients uh, throughout the hall and in other areas and you know, what, what are you hearing from the, the broad scope of clients as we close out this year and look at next year? What, what should we be looking for next year as far as uh, things in our industry that you think will shape where, where we go? Well, one thing that, um, you know, we continue to hear, uh, and I think it goes along with, with some of the stuff that Dr. Bartlett and, and Joe were saying was the staffing issues. Um, you know, a lot of our clients are still struggling <clears throat> with retaining adjusters or, or um, you know, the support staff that goes along with the claims organization. Um, and I, I see that they're starting to um, look and outsource more of those services that they might have previously done, uh, you know, did in-house. Um, and it's due to, you know, not having, <clears throat> not having, you know, a warm body, if you will. Um, and so I feel that, uh, you know, we're seeing, uh, you know, things like, uh, maybe where they did an in-house utilization review and now that, that might be a function that they're outsourcing. Um, incorporating, uh, more technology as well. Um, I think, uh, we saw a lot of, uh, new technology companies, um, at the, at the conference, um, as far as in the exhibit hall. Um, there were a lot of, you know, tech companies, whether it's uh, artificial intelligence or virtual reality that are trying to, um, you know, get a foot in in our, in our, uh, in our door uh, from the industry standpoint and just try to bring some more technological advances um, to, you know, to our industry. Um, so I think, you know, combining the, the staffing needs of our clients with some of this uh, new IT stuff that's coming up and some of the IT needs that they have, um, you know, uh, they have some stuff in the uh, and clients have things in the works, um, you know, from a project standpoint, but they might not have the IT resources in house. And so they're outsourcing those as well. Um, so I think that's going to be a big thing that uh, that we continue to see is just outsourcing of some things that clients did uh, internally. Uh, I would agree with you. All great observations and definitely a lot of 
a lot of that buzz going around. Well, as we close up, uh, I'll throw this out to all three of you if you want to answer. Uh, we certainly will be looking, you know, we're, we're now back into year and a half into back to in-person things and uh, we're seeing a little bit different depending on the, the line of business industry. But as we look at 2023, uh, what, what's one thought from each of you about uh, as you think about going to events, conferences next year specifically, uh, that you, you think are key and why why they are important and what they'll what impact they play on all of us as we broaden our depths of knowledge and connections. And we'll start with you again, Dr. Bartlett. Um, thank you. I, well, I think one one key factor is we need each other. It was um, it was really obvious how much people have missed seeing each other. And to me, it was even more obvious. I, it's not that I haven't been in contact with our clients, but the fact that you relate at such a deeper level when you're person to person and you can have some detailed discussions, I think that's how relationships are formed. And it's a really important aspect of doing business. So I was really grateful to have had the opportunity to be there. And I think on the go forward, um, we've all learned that lesson of how we've missed each other. I think you raise a really good point, Dr. Bartlett. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I think for me, uh, as we look at 2023, it kind of piggybacks on what Jason said or shared around um, technology. I think digitization of care is something that we're going to be hearing more and more about next year. Excuse me. Um, how do we leverage technology to improve the health and return to work outcomes? Um, I've, see, I've been seeing and reading more and more about that, and I think that that's going to be um, something that becomes more front and center, if it's not already um, more front and center. And, and I think we're going to be seeing a lot of new companies springing up and existing companies refining some of the technological solutions that they have in place. But I think digitization of care is something that's on the horizon for 2023. Yeah, um, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Joe. I definitely uh, think that the same thing from a, um, the influx of uh, different IT solutions um, and new companies that we're seeing. Um, and, and I also believe what Dr. Bartlett said is, is really important as far as, you know, being able to uh, to get together with folks in person um, and have those, you know, conversations, uh, have those, um, you know, collaborations where you're you're trying to come to, a, a, you know, a solution to, to something. And I, I definitely think that in person, um, you know, uh, seeing that person and, and having that uh, interaction uh, as opposed to it being video or, you know, on the phone is really critical. Um, even if you only have those conversations, you know, uh, a few times a year with your clients in person, taking away, uh, you know, these big conferences that we had, you know, that was the, a lot of times those were maybe the only in-person um, meeting that you did, you know, get to have with your client. Um, and so I still think that that's going to be, uh, you know, hugely important moving forward um, is that that need to be in person. Thank you, each of you, for taking a little bit of time with us. Uh, today on the podcast, and again, it was great to see everyone who was able to attend National Comp. If you didn't, uh, happy to share these thoughts with you, and so until next time, thanks for uh, all our listeners being with us.